everybody, Daniel Ramsey here with My Outdesk. Now, this is a crazy one. We've never done this before, and I'm really excited because, well, to be frank, this is a black hole for a lot of companies. It's a black hole. Today's podcast is on influencer marketing. We've got an expert. Arlen is going to break down every single step in the process, what it is, how to do it right, what systems you need. And as always, we never, ever, ever are going to have somebody who thinks they know what it is. We're going to bring somebody who is an expert. This guy spent 20 years in software as a service, and he is going to love on us about how to create influencer marketing and uh, really help you grow and scale your business. So listen up, we've got Arlen Robinson. He's the Chief Operating Officer and Co-Founder of Omnistar Interactive, and they have a company called OSI Affiliates, and it's gonna be a good one, so stay tuned. Hey everyone, Daniel here, and Arlen, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really excited to hear more about you and your company, but more specifically, exactly how you help people create influencer marketing systems inside their business. So thanks again for being here. Yes, not a problem, Daniel. I, I really appreciate the opportunity. I'm always excited to, you know, to, you know, impart um, some things that can help businesses these days because, you know, as a business owner, I, I know, I know the pain and the struggle and there's so much out there, so much information out there. A lot of times it's hard to know what to do and, you know, get some clear actionable uh, strategies and tactics. And so I, I definitely want to do that today. I love it. I, when I think of affiliate marketing, I literally, I'm thinking of a multi-level marketing, you know, thing or, and so yeah. I, I just, for the audience, I want to break it down. What does it mean to be an influencer marketer or an affiliate marketer who's focused on getting referrals? Like what in, can you just define that for, for the audience? And then, you know, as you're defining it, I really want to understand when should I, as a business owner, add this layer into my business at what revenue trajectory great well, that's a great question i appreciate that before i dig deep into that what i want to do is define really what, what's the difference because I've, I've tossed around a couple of the, the terms you did as well yeah affiliate marketing versus referral marketing um what is the difference Because a lot of people yeah. kind of use them interchangeably but they are two distinct uh, types of marketing what, activities. What about influencer marketing? I mean, let's do them all. Like, let's yeah, let's we'll, describe we'll, them all, man. We'll de we'll definitely do them all. So first off, we'll we'll start with the referral marketing piece, which is yes. something that you know I kind of mentioned. Many companies have referral programs. Now, when you're talking about a referral program, it's a program where a company will get their own customers to refer, typically people that they know, their friends and family and colleagues to that business for an incentive. And usually right. the incentive is free product, uh, discount on future purchases, and those types of things. Because a referral program, not only is it in place to help a business increase their sales, but it also can foster customer loyalty. Because if you're referring your friend and you know that you're going to get a discount on future products, you know, that's going to keep you as a customer because you're getting that right. discount, you're going to keep purchasing or you're getting free sure. products. So it's a kind of a loyalty play as well. So that's really what a referral marketing is. Affiliate marketing, on the other hand, these days, and I'll, I will describe affiliate and influencer marketing kind of under the same description, because these days, I think influencers are really almost the same thing as an affiliate, um, okay. in, a, in a way, you know, because when you're talking about an affiliate program, you're talking about somebody that is not a customer of yours, 
that is has their own audience or following. And that audience and following can be on social media. It can be within an organization. That's where they are attracted when that's where they can promote your business. But, but of course, these influencers or affiliates are people that typically have not used your product or services. And now with these influencers and affiliates, typically the commission is going to be a cash commission. Now, the influencers or an influencer marketing influencers, it's kind of a newer term these days. And it was really kind yeah. of birthed with the whole explosion of social media. And so when you're talking about influencer, really, you were talking about somebody that really has really a larger level of followers and, um, you know, access to a really larger network. And I, I would say that's really kind of what you think of when you're thinking about influencers. Yeah. One of the things that you said in there that got me kind of curious is you said that you, you pay a fixed amount. Now, most people who approach us and I'm a business owner, we have a large audience, large following. So we get people all the time. I want to, I want to be an affiliate. What they want is reoccurring revenue, meaning they introduce a client and they get, you know, 50 bucks a month or 25 bucks a month. And we, as a company, we decided a long time ago to cap it and we pay a referral program of $400 to our existing okay. clients. And then we give a referral fee or an affiliate fee if somebody who's not associated with us sends us and we just call it 400 bucks. But how do you price your affiliate program? That And like, honestly, this is the first interview with an affiliate marketer that we've ever had on the show. So I'm curious if we screwed up ours, you know, if should it have been like 40 bucks a month forever or is the $400 one-time fee the right route? And how do you decide as an entrepreneur or a business owner? Okay, that's a, that's a great question. And before I answer that and dive deep into that, I want to go back into what you had asked earlier as far as, because a lot of businesses are wondering, you know, they see, they heard what I said about an affiliate program, referral program, that's right. something they probably were thinking about implementing. You know, you, you talked about kind of what stage do you try to implement that? Um, yes. And, and there's really no, um, no better time than the, you know, than the media time. I mean, straight out of the gate, um, I would recommend, even for a startup company, you can launch an affiliate program really at, at, at any time. So uh, naturally a referral program will be something that you want to ease in down the line as you start growing your customer base. But as far as the affiliate program, yeah, you can launch, launch that immediately because you want to get immediate exposure. And especially if you have access to an affiliate or an influencer that has an audience already, that's what you want to do because you want to get that immediate exposure. So that's, that's really the, the, the timing for it. Um, now, as far as the referral, uh, the incentive, of course, for an affiliate program or yeah. referral program, that's a really a good question because a lot of customers that use our software and people in general are just wondering, you know, what do you, what do you pay? Now, What's you the formula? Actually, yeah, that's exactly. the question. What's the formula that, that is exactly right for the, the person who's giving the, you know, affiliate relationship and for the company? Mm -hmm. That's the curiosity is what's the formula? Yeah, exactly. And a great question. Um, and I'll use your company as an example as far as a service-based business. And then we'll talk a little bit about yeah. um, a customer that's selling a product. So in your example, you're a provide a service and it's a yep. re reoccurring fee. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and so what you guys have done, you had mentioned you give a $400 one-time commission for, yep. you know, the referral. And um, yeah, that's, that is something that is 
Um, yeah, definitely an attractive amount because when you're looking at that, the thing that you want to do as far as coming up with the incentive and as far as figuring out what to do and how to attract people is you want to come up with a number that is uh, higher than any of your plans or your payments or your, or your other structure that you have. So for instance, let's say that I'm just using this as an example. Let's just say that your fees are, maybe you have monthly plans. Let's just say you have a plan that's $40 a month. Now, yep. if you have a plan that's $40 a month, what you wanna do is you wanna come up with a number or a value that if you're, if you're on the fence as far as like a percentage or a um, a fixed amount, you want to come up with the higher of the two. So you could say, okay, we want to give a 10% commission of the, of the $40, but you know, that's a, that's a, that's a smaller amount. It would be yeah. better to say, I want to get, I will give you guys a, a fixed amount of, you know, let's say, um, $20 or something like that, where it's going to be a, a larger value to that actual end customer than to say a lower commission, because when they see the 10%, you know, that's just being that 10, it's a, it's a psychological thing. They're thinking, mm -hmm. okay, if it's a lower value, um, I'm not going to, you know, that's not a whole lot to me. So it, it's kind of a numbers thing. You want to think about it as, you know, coming up with the value that is, uh, you know, the higher of the two with the, whether it's the percentage or it's the fixed amount. Now going back you to you guys. 10%? Do you get, do you use 10% as like the kind of the guideline of whatever your monthly service fee is? 10% is always a good starting point. Um, that's kind of what a lot of our customers do as far as if they're thinking about a percentage of an order total. 10% is a good starting point. But what you want to do is you want to look at competitors in your space, see what some yep. other companies in your space are giving away. And uh, you, you want to be, you want to see if you can add some gravy to that. You want to get a little bit higher. Can you do 15? Can you do 20%? Um, because you definitely want to be, you know, competitive in the space. And our monthly fee is about two thousand dollars, so your your math's not totally off. You know, ten percent of two thousand is two hundred bucks. We doubled it, and that's like our number, right? And so, okay, your math's not crazy. That's kind of what we did in our head in terms of a okay a calculation. You know, gotcha, gotcha, and that's 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 good value. And um, I see where you guys were going with that. A reason I was asking about as far as a SaaS company, one of the things that we suggest, and I think that one of the things that is kind of um, typical for service-based or subscription company where you're paying a recurring fee for, yep. let's say, a software service, typically a recurring commission is really what is what's kind of standard and what we see. That's what we do for our own affiliate program. Yep. What a lot of uh, software service companies do. It's an ongoing recurring commission, either for the life of the customer, and that's really what's typical, or for you know, a set amount of time, whether it's a year, two years or whatever. Um, but to stay as competitive as possible, if you're a service-based subscription company and you know you're charging a company, a customer rather, an ongoing fee, you want to see if you can give a recurring commission on, a, on an ongoing and, and lifetime basis if you can. That's really what's recommended. What's the, 
what's the number then? I mean, because a lot of SaaS, the reason SaaS companies can is because your margins are so high. You're like, you guys have good margins, you know, as a business. Uh, right. So like, what's a normal, if you're in IT, and we serve a lot of SaaS companies as customers, but what's a normal affiliate number that's reoccurring just on that example of a $40 a month kind of service fee, what, what would you give? Oh, as far as an ongoing recurring fee, I'll give an example yeah. of kind of what we do. Cause that's kind of in, in the price points that what we do. Um, sure. What we wanted to do is be a, a little bit more attractive to it. So what we do is we do a 20% commission. It's a little higher than 10%. Um, our plans start at $47 a month and then they go up to our highest plan is 247 a month. So we do 20% across the board regarding, regardless of the plan that they give. And so that's kind of our sweet spot. Um, one thing that I will note as well is just because I'm kind of stating these numbers, and of course, these are this is not something that's an end-all, be-all for every company. Sure. One thing that you do have to keep in mind is that as you launch your program and you get approached by affiliates and influencers, you're going to get people from, you know, with all from all walks of life that have a varying amount of followers and, and networks. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to get some people that you're going to have to pay us a, a higher commission just because of the value that they bring. I love it. So let's talk through like, so let's say you get approached, you've set your pricing plan up, you know, you want to kind of do this influencer affiliate marketing. What are some of the things that a business needs to have in place in order to make this successful? Like, what are the, the things that, you know, nobody really talks about, but you being in the industry and been around forever, you know, when, when a company has these 10 things, they're really successful. When they have five of the 10, they have a mediocre resort. And if they have none of them that, you know, they, they can, they're never going to get anything, you know, like what are those five or 10 things that you should have in place as a company to do this influencer slash affiliate marketing? Gotcha. Yeah, great question. Um, and there's definitely a, a lot of things, but I would, you know, get it down to, you know, three to five things that you definitely want to have in place to be successful with it. No, the yeah. first thing is once it's launched, the one thing that you want to have in place is the proper exposure of the program. Because, you know, it's just like anything. If nobody knows that you have it, and so I'll give a couple of examples of, of ways to get exposure. No, you know, number one, of course, it's got to be made prominent on your website um, that you have that available. Secondly, what you want to do, and, and we'll, 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 we'll focus now on just the uh, influencers or the, and the affiliates. So yeah. you want to have that prominently on your website because believe it or not, influencers, um, you know, they're going to be looking around. They're looking for opportunities as well. Um, they're going to be looking for keyword searches for certain things. Um, one of the things that you can do to get a proper exposure and to actually reach out to find um, affiliates and influencers is do your own due diligence and your own searching across the social networks. And I'll give an example. Um, you know, we talked maybe a little bit earlier about uh, Instagram. Of course, Instagram is a huge platform right now that specifically yep. influencers are, are, are really making a killing on these days. One of the things that not a lot of people utilize with Instagram is the search feature and search feature with regards to searching for hashtags. And um, I gave a webinar a couple, about a year or two ago, and I was doing some searching just to kind of prove my point where let's say you're a fashion brand in Chicago. If you do a search for 
hashtag Chicago fashion blogger. So but nine times out of 10, you're going to get people that are either bloggers, they're, they're, they're talking about Chicago fashions, and they have some type of following. And so when I did that, I think at the time, at least 5,000 um, results came up of people that use that hashtag. And so you can use that hashtag to find out specific influencers that are, are doing posting on different terms that are related to your brand. And that Chicago fashion blogger is just an example. And you can do that same type of thing across the board of uh, the different social networks, not just Instagram. You can do hashtag searches across these days on Facebook, Twitter, Everything. LinkedIn. Yeah, and exactly. And do the same yep. thing. And so um, getting a proper exposure, finding the influencers, definitely uh, the key thing. The next thing is what we talked about earlier is offering that proper incentive because if, you, if you're too low, if you're offering, let's say, a 5% commission, or it's just totally out of the range in what the influencers or affiliates are expecting, they're going to walk by it and they're just going to pass you up. So you definitely want to make sure you, know, you have the right uh, incentive in place. Let's see. Uh, thirdly, uh, you want to be sure that you have the right technology in place to manage everything, you know, because yeah. you know, I mentioned, of course, getting this going, of course. Um, and, you know, we talked early before we started recording, there's a lot of brands out there that kind of quote unquote say they have an affiliate program, but and they don't. Yeah, they really don't. They don't have a back end engine in place. They just have maybe a, a VA or they have somebody on their team that's just tracking these sales that, are referred by people that have quote unquote signed up for the referral program, but they're just doing it via spreadsheets right. and they're manually right. tracking it, manually getting the commissions out. You know, as you grow your base of affiliates and influencers, when you're talking about you're dealing with maybe initially, you know, a few hundred people and then it starts to grow, you can't effectively do that just with spreadsheets yeah. and math. Now, do you, do you suggest that you get into a relationship where you're having this guest blogger, you know, create some content also, and then use your code inside of that content? Like, are you collaborating typically with your influencers in creating that content and then driving them to the, the referral codes? That can definitely be done. And yeah, we do have customers that do do that type of collaboration with bloggers and, um, as I was saying earlier, you can kind of take it as a case by case basis, because as you start recruiting and as you start promoting, you're going to get some, some heavy, you're going to get some heavy, heavy hitters, some people that, you know, have a bigger network and are going to expect a little bit more as far as being able to promote. And what I've seen, and one of the things that we recommend doing, if you do get, let's say, um, uh, a high powered influencer, one thing that you can do is you can do create some type of co-branded landing page for them. So right. on your site, rather than that influencer just sending people straight to your homepage, which, you know, in a way, um, you can do that. That's not a problem with doing that. But when you're talking about a high-powered influencer, you want them, the people that they send your way, to kind of be reassured that there's a relationship in place. Love it. I guess my last question, and then we'll wrap up and I really appreciate your time today. But my last question is like, if I signed up for your service, would you help me build a network of a thousand influencers who are constantly pushing my content out and pushing our products? Or how does that work? How do I go from no influencers today 
other than our internal clients, our clients who love us. They send us a ton of business, but no outside third party influencers. How do I get those guys, like a thousand of them, to sign up for our program and rock and roll? Like that's the real, now that I understand what you do, do you crack that nut for us too? Are you going to help us do that too? We can definitely help you with that. Uh, We, of course, primarily are a software company. We primarily provide the technology. But one of the things that we are um, in the process of finalizing right now is, I guess you could say, our version 2.0 of our affiliate influencer directory. We had a version of this that was uh, around for several years where basically it was a database directory of affiliate programs of our customers. And we were... Um, promoting this to influencers and affiliates. And that's a way to really attract attention to your program. We're getting ready to launch our next our version of that in the next couple of weeks. And so that's definitely something that once you sign up, you can get listed there, you can get exposed to influencers and, um, you know, in a, you know, in a, in a, in a short amount of time, getting more attention to your affiliate program. So that's definitely something that we help out with. Oh, in, in these large companies that you serve, do you see the PR team kind of owning the affiliate influencer marketing or do you see the marketing team? And if so, like what systems in conjunction with your platform do you see these companies kind of working with in order to make this whole thing really successful? Uh, great question. Yeah, it's um, and a lot of it is going to depend on the size of the company, of course. Um, yep. What we typically see, though, is we typically see the marketing teams that really own put full ownership on the affiliate program um, yep. because it, it is an area of marketing. We would consider our, our software as an e-commerce a marketing solution or just under the category of a marketing tool that can help yep. you market and grow your business. So, yeah, it's typically owned by. Uh, the marketing department and marketing division of the company. Got yeah. it. And and what, I mean, the other follow-up question was like, what other things do you need on top of your platform? Because, you know, what would you add on top of your system in order to make this actually fast and very successful for a company that's never had one before? Gotcha. Some other things that I would definitely add to our system, which is, is most likely the company is already going to have in place is going to be an email mailing list system. Um, sure. or platform for that for yep. sure because we we actually have a tie-in to some of the top ones like active campaign mailchimp um constant contact you name it we did a lot of tie-ins and with when we when i say a tie-in our integration with these platforms comes into play where when your affiliates or your referral partners sign up you can get at you can get them added to a designated list on those mailing list platforms I love it. Arlen, thank you so much for being here today. You dropped a lot of knowledge. And I think if you're listening right now, and if you're ever considered, you know, thinking about an influencer affiliate program, I think you've got a lot uh, from today's call. Arlen, what would you close us out with? Like, what's the one thing or what's the final wrap up you'd like our audience to have when they're considering a marketing platform like yours? Uh, Great question. Um, One thing that I do want to impart um, as far as when, you're, when we, we tossed around influencer program, I talked about, you know, the original influencer, Paris Hilton. One thing though, I do want to kind of correct because when people think of influencers, a lot of times these days, yeah, even though Paris Hilton is like maybe the original influencer and she's like at the top of the level with the Kim Kardashians of the world and yeah. all those other people that are, you know, got millions and millions, almost billions of followers. 
yeah, that, it would be nice to get that. But yeah, not every company has half a million dollars to pay for an Instagram post or to pay right. for a referral fee. Yeah, right. or, or even higher. So when we talk about influencers, an influencer can be of all types. So you don't have to just think about a celebrity or somebody that has millions of followers. An influencer really is uh, is really anyone. You know, me and you are actually influencers because we have our own networks. We have right. our own followers of people that follow the the things that we do, the things that we put out. And so you can definitely kind of break it down. You know, there's really various levels of influencers from just the regular local influencer, which would people people that are in your local network that have, you know, uh, you know, maybe just a few hundred or a few thousand followers. And even though these smaller influencers don't have, you know, they're not as glamorous, they don't have the tens and thousands or millions of followers, the thing you do have to keep in mind with the smaller influencers, and they can just be as effective for your small company as, you know, a, a larger influencers because the level of engagement that these smaller influencers have. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you guys and talk more and consider this, where would they go and how would they do that? Oh, great question. And, and, and thank you, of course, Daniel, for the opportunity of being on your podcast. I really appreciate that. I, I love uh, kind of uh, helping enlighten and empower uh, yeah. small businesses and businesses of all size. But yeah, a great way to get in touch with, with me or to get to, to our website. Um, if you're just listening, you want to go right to it. The easiest way to get to it is just go to getosi.com. That's going to take you right to our website, which is osiaffiliate.com. But you can just go to getosi.com. That's just a shorter way of getting to it. And, uh, and then lastly, if you want to get in touch with me and pick my brain anymore about, you know, yeah. affiliate marketing, referral marketing, influencer marketing, or you want to get in touch with Paris Hill, <laughs> just uh, reach out to me. You can actually get a hold of uh, all of my social handles by just going to my website, arlenrobinson.com. And from there, you can take a look at all of, of, of our web properties as well as get to all of my social handles from there. I love it. Arlen, thank you so much again for being here today. Really blew my mind. This is a whole new world for my outdesk. So I really appreciate your time today and all the love no and problem. knowledge that you shared with our audience. So thank you again. Oh, thank you, Dan. I, I appreciate the opportunity of being on here. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to, to see this get out there and, and go live to the world. Mm -hmm.